It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galati along with T. Frank Carr. Also want to remind you, if you're interested in going to the Penn State-Auburn game down there at Jordan-Hare Stadium, not Jordan, it's Jordan-Hare Stadium, mm-hmm. we have a great opportunity for you. We at Keystone Sports, we're partnering with Collegiate Athletic Travel, giving you the chance to travel to Auburn for the Penn State game against the Auburn Tigers charter flight you stay at the team hotel transportation to and from the game tailgate party at the stadium it will be a great time dustin and i are also going to be traveling along would love to see you there if you want more information all you got to do is go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the details okay t frank segment number one We reviewed what Penn State already had secured in the 2023 class with commitments, covered the decommitment of Neo Avery, talked mostly on the offensive side of the ball. Now let's switch to the defense. I typically start from inside, like defensive line or offensive line, and work my way out. Yeah. Here, I'm so excited about the linebacker possibilities. (laughs) I don't want to cut that part short. Can I Can there's I already so cut many... that part short a little bit? Because I think there's one yeah. more player on offense I want to talk about, that's, if that's okay. Sure, go ahead. Because uh, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't quite get to receiver. Uh, and I think it's a very interesting situation this year. Rodney Gallagher, he's from Laurel Highlands in Uniontown, PA. Uh, he's, a, first off, a great kid, really smart football player. He played quarterback for his team the last couple of years, so he's another one of those played quarterback, but it's going to play receiver at the next level. Just a phenomenal athlete. Great basketball player. He's taken his team to the state uh, playoffs multiple times. But Penn State, I think they're the early favorite. They're going to have a fight. Uh, he's going to Notre Dame. Or he's going to Ohio State spring game. Notre Dame is a big player with him. I think NIL is going to be a big factor in his recruitment as well. He's a very smart, business-minded kid. I think he wants to maximize his value while being great at football. So kind of a modern situation that Penn State's going to have to navigate. To me, he's going to be a big case study in how well Penn State's going to finish this class because he is their most realistic top priority um, that is a great football player and, you know, outside of maybe the national players that are top 75 in the nation because they still want to get some of those guys. Some of those guys are on their board. But to me, Rodney Gallagher is a huge part of this class and is going to be a kind of a barometer of where Penn State sits in the early stages of NIL. And not to say that he's only in this for the money, and I, I just want Penn State fans to hear the difference, is that he considers it as a factor but it's not the only factor. So that's going to, to me, if all things are equal and one better, one team has better NIL and Notre Dame is a similar university with great academics and great feel and Marcus Freeman's doing a great job on the recruiting trail, we'll see. And and, and uh, again, I, I, I interviewed him on my show. He's a great kid, um, and I, I'm just curious to see how that plays out. It's interesting also that you brought up NIL. Uh, Penn State with NIL has been in the news in the last week or so. Uh, 
stick with Keystone uh, kickoff show the rest of the week. We are going to be talking about that in, in more detail. But I, I think we've got to be careful, and you alluded to this, uh, T. Frank, not to judge these kids. NIL is not a bad word, okay? Right. And they have every right to maximize it. They're playing by the rules, and those are the current rules. Yep. And Penn State, it, it's, it's great that you brought this up. As a sample case where you're talking about an in-state kid, where it's more important and can set a pre- precedent going forward, you know, if if you have a kid commit and say, also, you know, I like the NIL yeah. set up at Penn State, that's important to establish. So uh, I have zero problem with that. Let's move on now. Any other uh, Offensive guy that I missed before we move to defense, T. Frank. Uh, I just think that receiver is going to be tough this year for Penn State. You know, just kind of reading the tea leaves, talking to my sources and talking to people that I think know a lot of stuff. After Rodney, it's a bit of an open question. And I don't know, you know, they had a big group last year at receiver. I don't know what the receiver class is going to look like. So I have a very, I have a, I have a much bigger and uh, more detailed understanding of the, of the linebacker position. Do you want to get into that right now? Yes, I do. Okay. Let's talk about linebackers because there's a whole bunch of names. Yes. Great names, some great players. Penn State seems to be in on a lot of them. Go, T. Frank. Okay, so Tony Rojas and Tamir Robinson are the two linebackers that I think for Penn State are the top two, and clearly the top two. They are also not middle linebackers. So that's kind of how Penn State, I think, starts, is we want the athletes and the playmakers to be the at kind of the superstar position of the will, where you're in the box, you're making plays and coverage, you're the chase player to, to go get things from the backside. They are the super athletes that can wow you, and you can you can do things at different and truly be a difference maker at that will position. So if you're looking for those guys, to me, Tamir Robinson is a real threat. Uh, just, I think he could be special, you know, watching the way he moves. And I, there's some stuff he's got to clean up in the run game. Uh, I think sometimes he's a little bit over over aggressive and he'll, he'll read his keys a little too hard and he'll kind of run out of position. But you can, like, that's just adjusting, hey, you know, make sure you get to your gap. That's all it is as a far. But as far as his coverage instincts and his ability to move in space and his ability to be 230 plus pounds doing it, I I, I think he's pretty special, Um, you know, potentially. Suffered an ACL injury uh, last season, so he's got to come back from that. And then Tony Rojas is a hyper explosive athlete that for Penn State, if they still have a Sam position in the future, and I think they still will, he's 210 pounds right now, so he could play it. He could walk on the field and play it, but he plays defensive end and running back. So his transition to me is going to be a lot like Keon Wiley this year. How does he learn how to play in space? He is a speed player with a side of speed. So, you know, has he played through contact? How does he do all of those things? Those are the two top guys that I'm looking at as far as they are the, the best. And, and, and Penn State's, I think, in the lead for both of them. And then it comes down to which Mike linebacker is Penn State going to take? Jordan Hall out of IMG Academy. Uh, and then Phil Pachati out of, uh, I think, Penridge here in Pennsylvania. And then uh, Josiah Trotter uh, from Philadelphia. One of those guys, but not more than that. So Penn State's going to take, I just think because of the other positions we'll get to, running back and linebacker, um, you're not going to take 
four guys at the at the running at the linebacker position because right now Penn State is de-emphasizing the linebacker and they're emphasizing the slot safety hybrid. So do you want to recruit three linebackers? And you know this is the class of 2023, so does that change over time? Is it about the players that are available? They're still as much as we've talked about Manny Diaz and his defense. The best talent available will dictate what you do and what you lean into. So if they can get three of these guys and they feel like they're great, then yeah, I, I think that that's a a realistic possibility. The other thing too is if uh, Abdul Carter as a freshman or Kobe King as a redshirt freshman steps on the field this year and and blows it up, maybe that changes the math too. So I, I just I, for Penn State fans that want them to have fifteen linebackers on on the roster, I just I think twelve. You know they're not going to recruit at a high numbers level consistently just because of the position and the nature of the position evolving in college football. But you also, and you alluded to it, if you if they're really good players, I can't see, you know, four or five, but if you've got three good ones, you take them when you can because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen the following year. Yeah, and I think three is ideal. Three is the ideal number here. And it really sounds like that's the way that, that would be optimal here, and they put themselves in pretty good position for that. Uh, let's go elsewhere. Let's go to the defensive line, and I'm not going di- to differentiate tackles and ends. I'll let you do that, T. Frank. Um, they just lost Neo Avery, who we're talking about being a defensive end. What do they have there so far in the uh, funnel that they're good possibilities? Who are you looking at? So this is, this is to me, this is where Penn State needs to spend their most resources, here and then in the secondary if they're going to be running three safeties. Uh, but especially in the defensive line, because the, to me, this is where the talent is in this class, and this is where they've got some really good inroads with players not only in Pennsylvania and in the DMV region, but also across the country. The wild card here to me, and I, I said this with both Avery and Matthias Barnwell, is Barnwell has talked about wanting to play kind of a power Strong side defensive end. Again, he's six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds already. He's been that big since he was a freshman in high school, and he recruited. He committed to the Nittany Lions. So wherever he plays, I think he is a dark horse to be one of the great players in this class. Super great pad level, great athlete, plays tight end at a tackle size. I think he's got um, power and strength and real difference making length. He could be a three technique that can do it all. That would be where I would put him. That or tackle. Um, and then it's up to him whether or not he seems to be he wants to he wants to be around the football. He doesn't want to be a lineman. He kind of wants to play the flashy positions. And I totally understand, but his body might not allow him. And and this is the thing I've said is like, you know, defensive tackles and left tackles make a lot of money if you're a foot if you're very good at them. So uh be very good at them and and then I, you know, that part will take care of itself. Uh, the other guys in the class that are not committed right now, um, Jason Moore out of DeMatha is the probably the biggest player in this class for Penn State and in the region outside of Nicholas Harbor, who is a national player. So Nicholas Harbor is an Adafe Owe style player, maybe a little more athletic, believe it or not. Um, Which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's going to be a tough get because I think he also wants to run track and... Southern schools are going to have an advantage there. And he kind of feels to me like an Alabama player. Just one of those going to be a professional, going to be a huge superstar going on to that sort of environment. 
is what he's looking for. So to me, Jason Moore, he's he's a defensive tackle. He plays end, but he's kind of like Kazai uh, Izzard when he was at DeMatha. If he's an end, but he's going to play tackle at the next level. But Jason Moore is already 250-plus pounds, super long arms. To me, the defensive tackle position has the most targets that are realistic and that are, I, I think, very talented. Justin Metton out of Georgia. And then two players from Florida that I think are very intriguing is John Walker and Derek LeBlanc. Uh, they're from the same high school in Kissimmee, Florida. Walker is a nose tackle, a little shorter, a little stouter, a little stronger. And then LeBlanc is another three technique. When he's running on the football field watching his film, he, he's got this massive helmet. So I'm like, look, at you know, when you see the puppy with the big paws, like that's kind of what it looks like. Of just a dude who's going to be massive and kind of like Matthias Barnwell, difference making length. And Jason Moore, difference making length and size. Not just guys that you can grow into that, but are already that big. And it's just going to take college re refinement. That's it. So I think that position is the biggest one. And then defensive end, there's some very talented players, but it's up in the air. All right. Unfortunately, we're out of time, T. Frank. Stick around in quarter number three. We're going to ask T. Frank. This is Jim Galante from the Keystone Sports Network, letting you know there's nothing like going on the road with your favorite team. I'm pleased to announce that KSN, along with Collegiate Athletic Travel, the leaders in athletic travel for 50 years, is offering a trip to Auburn this fall for the Nittany Lions versus the Tigers. Charter flight, accommodations at the team hotel, and transport to and from the game are included. Go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the information. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.